Happy Friday. Good morning, hockey, everybody. Hope everybody's having a lovely start to the end of your week. We are here recording in Chicago. Um, we got Brendan on the producer's side of things today. Hello, hello. We also got uh, Henry Bresson. Did I say that right, first of all? It's, uh, it's Brisson. Oh, it's Brisson. So yeah. is it like, you know, so you, you were telling me your family's from western New York. Is there like some Quebec ties in there? Uh, I don't think Quebec, but we got um, uh, definitely from France. De- oh, from France. French. Okay. Yeah, yeah, all right. Definitely all right. got a lot of French heritage on the on the dad's side. Not French Canadian though. No. So, Not that I know of. Not that I know. Yeah, Henry uh comes from a hockey background, a hockey family. Um is very ingrained in the local hockey community here and just knows a lot about what's going on and how the the feel for the city almost is for hockey, which I have been saying for a really long time so, like since we started the, getting this going. Um, I was going to save this for later in the show, but I guess I kind of want to just like start it just so we can, uh, get you going here. But like, um, the Bedard effect is obviously something that is incredibly real, but it exists on a more, uh, zooming outlook. Like you can see people are really just interested in the Hawks again, interested in hockey. There are people who are maybe weren't interested in hockey before had zero interest in the game now even with a casual understanding of what's going on with the team uh in the city like you just see like a more palpable excitement for hockey in the area i hear of businesses where um people who work like bartenders and different uh servers will say that um people come to their establishments now and say hey we're here to watch the hawks game which hasn't been said really in the city for a few years. So, uh, what, what's your like feeling about all that? Like, how have you seen that? Do you do you really feel that going on? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think he, since he's been drafted, it's been definitely a different buzz. You got people again that don't usually watch hockey. They're asking about the Hawks. As somebody that's a big hockey person, people have been asking me a lot more about the Hawks. I know it's even since we drafted him, they're like, is he legit? Is he legit? I've been saying the whole time he's legit. Kid's been a stud since he was 16 years old. Could have been the first overall draft pick at 16, in my opinion. But got to wait till you're 18, right? Yep. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I think he's definitely legit. You can see it. Like, it sucks he broke his jaw, but I think we'll be fine. Honestly, I, I want to lose as many games this year as possible so we can get Macklin Celebrini, but... That's just my opinion. So that's the that, that's like the Hawks. Like you know, I mean, we saw them lose five zero yesterday to the Avalanche. That was a hey. The Avs are you got Nathan McKinnon, Cal McCarr. Yeah, it's tough. Second player to one hundred points this season, Nathan McKinnon, and um, unbelievable, unbelievable player. Um, yeah. I also feel like like once just just a side note here. Like if we were you're a guy that people will enjoy a lot more if we have video. Or like a, <laughs> once we get once we get a video going here, the the people will really enjoy Henry. So um, uh, we'll get it up but, soon. We'll get it yeah, up soon. Like happy to happy to have you here though. Of course, but, I appreciate you. Uh, yeah, Avs big win obviously over the Hawks yesterday. Uh, Hawks pretty lifeless effort. That uh, it's not that that's so much to be unexpected at this yeah, point. It's just tough. Like I I think I've said this all season. It's just when you, when you're, I mean. Nine forwards on your team should probably be in the American League. It's it's tough when you're going up against NHL players. Like, there's, I, I don't like you got Nick, Nick Felino, good player, solid player. He should probably be on our second, third line at best. Yeah. You know what I mean? Jason Dickinson, I think he could play in the NHL. It's like a third, fourth liner. 
Bedard obviously stud, but anybody anybody after that, I mean Seth Jones, we got to get rid of him in my opinion. Is that the, so that's the Hawks fan sentiment coming out? I think that yeah, everybody that I've talked to has agreed that he's overpaid and he hasn't done shit. I I agree. I um I look at it a little differently with Seth Jones, though. I, I, I see that a lot of Hawks fans, I, I don't know that it's necessarily the right move that they trade him because Fair. The, the the defense is very thin without him. And do You're I really... nine be, and a half a year. Yeah, but I think that was the price that had to be paid at the time to keep Seth Jones here. Maybe he maybe, maybe he could have come in a little less than that, but... Um, especially if you had looked at re-signing Caleb a little bit. I know he enjoyed playing with him. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But things were quickly going south for Chicago with everything else around mm-hmm. Seth Jones. And um, I feel like that was kind of a, a move that they had to do at the time before, so as to not entirely bottom out the defense core. I think Seth Jones would be a really, really good um, second Maybe maybe third guy. I mean, he'd be a great third guy. I know. I know a third guy at nine and a half is yeah, it's overpaid. Kind of steep, yeah. But then, other than that, like you're looking at what kind of team would take on a contract like that too, and then you know I, you can't yeah. retain any money on that contract. Like that's not yeah. that's too It'd long be, for yeah. you to. Um, it's it's offer tough. That. I, I don't know what you would do. I don't know what the answer is. I just like you even see it just so many times. It's just the the lackluster effort from Seth Jones that just, uh, that's like, I'm a big effort person. If you come and this, a lot of Hawks fans are, if you go out and you just play your ass off every single game and just go hard and like, but like if you're letting up, like it, when Kane scored that goal against us on Sunday, if you see him, he just does yeah, not he, skate he back. He just, the, does, he literally just check. like, what happens if, if Mrazek saves that, then whoever that other guy that was coming down, I forgot who, I think Wallman or something, yeah. maybe. He's getting a he's getting an open second look automatic. I get it, Kaner. Like I said it, I was like, oh, it's over. But still, you got to at least skate. Yeah. So I don't know. So you were in attendance there on Sunday. I um, yes. I have a couple questions about that. And yeah. but the first one, and I've been kind of posing this all week, is could we see number seven retired twice in Chicago? Brent Seabrook was obviously in attendance. So was Duncan Keith. So was Marion yeah. Hosa. Um, I don't know Legends. if they were so much. I think it was a, a mix of like the Kane return and the the Chelios ceremony. Because yeah. I don't I don't think a lot of those none of those players really overlapped. Chelios was in Detroit by the time they had those guys around. So um, yeah, I think Chelios still been around the organization when those guys were there though. He, he's because he's a big after Chicago after guy. He yeah finished. after yeah after he retired obviously. after he retired. But. Um, to answer your question, I so I love Brent Seabrook. I I I, true, love I, I loved watching him play. He I had a Brent Seabrook jersey growing up, and yeah, like I. But I just don't think. I think he, I don't know. I would love to. I would like to see it. I think he played his ass off, but it's just I don't know if he has like the. I think Duncan Keith is for sure gonna get it. Taze and Kane are gonna get it, but I I don't know. I couldn't I couldn't tell you if. I really don't know. I I think he deserves it, but at the same time, like I feel like he his career got cut short by injuries. So I don't know. I I agree. I um I don't know how much he would have been able to prove more. Like Brent, so he's a three time Stanley Cup winner. Did did he win? He never won. A he started Norris. with the Hawks in 0506. He did not win a Norris to mine. No. He didn't win a Norris, but he I played next that, to but. Duncan Keith. 
though for all those years. He did. That was, you know. He was incredible, though, during the cup And even runs. Nick Jalmerson on those oh. blue lines was an incredible. <laughs> Nick Jalmerson is an incredible he player. He is a hog legend. That guy deserves his jersey retired. Really? <laughs> With the amount of shots he's blocked? Hell yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh. he's really good. But Brent Seabrook started with the Hawks in uh, 05, 06, so right mm. after the lockout. And he ended with the Hawks in, he played, well, he played 32 games in 1920. Okay. So it was a bit ago. Now, I, I'm not, and I'm not saying we retire Brent Seabrook's jersey now, but given maybe 10 years, let the other ones that you mentioned, like Keith and Taze and Kane, go up. Yeah. Um, I could see it. Be- there is also a history, too. We we talked about it earlier on the show in the week, but some other teams have retired numbers twice. Like the New York Rangers, the Leafs have like seven numbers retired multiple times. The Hawks have one number retired twice. I think it's three. Okay. Um, is it and- Stan Makita? No, I'll look it up real quick. But so there is a precedent set. I, I'm yeah, just yeah, maybe yeah. I'm just like spinning too much on. But I love Brent Seabrook. I think he was such an integral part of this team. He, he, he wore he was an unsung hero for sure. Yeah, but he won. He wore an A on his jersey too True. for 11 years. So yeah, you know. he's a beast. I mean, I would love to see. It. I just don't like in terms of hockey how they retire people's numbers, especially for like dynasties and stuff. It. I don't know. Like, I feel like they really pick and choose. And you already got three guys locked up for sure. They already retired Hosas. Yeah. So it's like, I would like to see it. I think he deserves it for sure. But I just don't know if it's going to happen. I hear you. I hear you. I just, you know, big fan of, big fan of sure. Brent Seabrook. I feel Me like he, he did so much. And he even predated the the Kane and Taze era a little bit. Like, yeah. coming in in those years when it was really poor and they were still struggling like that. That James was kind just of my, got put on uh, home games. Just got put back on TV. You know, I was just starting to watch hockey around that time, like those kinds of years. You know, yeah. the, the lockout was tough. It's like a young hockey fan, oh, but for sure. it made it like a whole year where I just really didn't pay attention to the sport. And um, but you know, that was like kind of he was just a big name. Like I, oh, I yeah. really enjoyed him and watching. He scored some big goals, like the overtime winner against the Red Wings. I think that about was, yeah, and, that was yeah. And he had, dude, he had some. Great plays in the play. Like he was a great playoff hockey player. Yeah. Oh. So yeah. and he like he he threw the bot everywhere, blocked shots, did everything, scored goals. Fifty nine points in one hundred and twenty three playoff games for yeah. Brent Seabrook. I mean, and especially when they, they played Vancouver, all those different series, like they went at it. Yeah. At it. Oh yeah. <laughs> and you have to think. I I forget who was talking about this, but you have to keep in mind when when the Kings won and. Uh, 13 and or 12 and 14 i'm sorry Mm -hmm. that they they lost to the or they beat the hawks in the western final both of those years like the the blackhawks could have been in the stanley cup final five straight years they played a lot of hockey oh yeah those guys played a lot and that that's why i think it his his legs just couldn't at a certain point you know what i mean he was like 35 and i think it was just like he couldn't skate nearly Nearly as what he w- was doing even three years prior to that. So. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, that's that's the way it goes sometimes. It like sucks. guys don't really yeah, get to yeah. always pick when they even even some of those guys that are like, wow, you know, Team Canada level guys. I and, mean, Taze like Taze could have still be playing, but yeah. So okay, so I want like that, that's going to transition because <laughs> I'm not trying to overdraw like a story. Obviously, th- this is late late in the news cycle for the game on Sunday, but I also just feel like that was such a momentous game of that like night of hockey like there were i said it on monday here but 
there were maybe 12 or 13 games on Saturday and only like a handful on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. And Sunday was just so much better oh, than yeah. Saturday was. Because who was on before? I was watching the Philly. Philly Pen- Penguins game. Yeah, Pittsburgh was the seven, on. Six one. Yeah, that was a good one. That was Yeah. A, yeah. I like Tortorella there. Yeah. You also, t- that Tampa Bay game, too, against the Devils, which was a big one, too. Where Kucherov that, hit 100 points. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha, yeah, yeah. So, um... Sorry, Sunday was a little bit of a blur. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I bet the I bet the the liquid was flowing. Uh, yeah. On, um, yeah, but I, so I guess like, do you think Jonathan Tate? Well, let's start with Patrick Kane because I, I do want to get to Jonathan Tate in a little bit. But um, like Sunday was just like a spectacle. I know you got there when you did, but the Chelios speech was incredible. Yeah, and I saw the highlights. Like the. Um, the amount of celebrities that like you had, you have Wayne Gretzky and Mark Messier. You're you didn't play with either of those guys. Ty, you know, Ty Domi was up there. Ty Domi was up there. Uh, Kid Rock was up there. Yeah, <laughs> Dennis Rodman was up there. I think Barstool Sidney Crawford Big was, up was up there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah everybody like, was, it up was there. Just... Um, but then you had like the then you had like the play on the ice, right? So like the Kane stuff. We talked about that. Yeah. One, do you think Kane ever makes his way back to Chicago? For sure. Really? For sure. Yeah, for sure. Everybody's like, uh, yeah. There's been some debate about whether he might sign an extension in in Detroit. I could see him signing a two or three year deal to stick around in Detroit. Um, in the end, he's coming back. I I could see. I think he'll probably not come back until maybe he'll at least retire a hawk. He might not ever play another game as a hawk, but he'll definitely retire as a hawk. I promise you that. Yeah. Okay. All right. I like that. I like that. That, that gives us something I, to look forward to. I think if they would have, if Kyle Davidson would have given him the option to stay and they would have paid him he would still be here like if like if it was up to like if i he, do too you know what i mean but it's, it's the rebuild i don't know i i i didn't want him gone but it's no heard yeah. um do you one I, I don't really think of anything of the fact that jonathan taze wasn't at the game on sunday he uh <laughs> like i mentioned didn't play with chelios he um He's so far, or he's so just like removed from it that he doesn't like. He's not going to go watch Kane play as as nice as of a yeah. moment as that was for Hawks fans. I, I like for Jonathan Taze. I don't think you know Hosa and Brent and Duncan were there, but that like you know you can look at that however you want to look at it. Um, but the Hawks also don't have a captain still, so you know a lot of people pointed at that and were like, he's still kind of the guy even if he's not around here like maybe he should have been there but but i i understand that it, it is also probably hard for jonathan taze to be around that yeah. environment maybe yeah. and not be a part of it in the way that he feels like he wants to he's still only 35 um he he didn't play poorly last season but his he just dealt with a lot of stuff. yeah he's dealt with a lot of stuff and yeah. the the post-covid thing and it, it's it's been a it's I mean, been a yeah. thing. Do you think he ever plays again? And do you think if he does, it's with Chicago? Or if it is, it might be somewhere else? Or this is purely speculation, yeah. but he's not playing right now. So, I, you know, this is a little different. Um, I don't know. I would, I would love for him to play again, but who knows if it's, like, even the best. Like, you know what I mean? Why would, like, I feel like he's just. Is already, it even worth it? Yeah, like, what do you got to prove anymore? Like, maybe if you want to do it for your, because it's like you've already made millions proud like he, he's got money he's got three cups like he's got a gold medal like what else do you got to win in the game he might have game? two does he, he um, 
Brent Seabrook has won at the Olympic Games. I'm looking here. Him and Duncan um, Keith. Because uh, didn't I think Jonathan Taze won the Consmite, the Stanley Cup, and the he's part of like the triple gold. I feel like Jonathan Taze won two Olympic gold medals, but um, he did. He did. He did. Yeah. So I mean, I would love. He's to a see Hall him. of Famer. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. But if Slam he dunk. if First he doesn't ballot. play again, like I, I mean, congrats on the career. Like hell of a career, though. Yeah. You know, what I mean, beast, absolute warrior. Yeah. Like again, going back to some of those playoff runs that they had, like he was just, he, like you go back and see some of the old clips of him just like yelling at people on the ice. Oh yeah. He's a he's a savage. So he uh, pulled pulled no- nothing back in his yeah, career. Yeah. No. Really gave everything he had to the city and the organization. And For sure. I only mention it just because, like, it would be something if he came back. Like, it would definitely be a story. It would be, you know, I, I, I with a player like Connor Bedard, the, the flip side of, yeah, you know, maybe you don't get him if you trade, if you don't trade Kane, if you keep him, maybe you're a little bit better or whatever. But um, I still believe that the Hawks probably would have gotten him if they'd kept Patrick Kane. I can't say that with any certainty. That's just me saying things. But... Um, (laughs) you look at it now and it's like what better players do you think you wish you could have had in the locker room this year than Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taze you know yeah to help Connor Bedard along I know Nick Foligno's been really good well yeah (laughs) John Madden (laughs) John Madden is such a good player I loved watching him yeah (laughs) some of those guys no I mean it's tough. You, you want to put. I think Nick Felino is actually a great guy that they brought in. I, you know, everything they had with Corey Perry, who knows what it was, but like, I think Nick Felino is a good veteran to have in there. And I think this offseason, people are going to be like, damn, Bedard's legit. You're going to start attracting free agents. They're going to be able to bring in some more guys and hopefully they make some moves at the draft. And I think, and we have a lot of young prospects like Oliver Moore, Frank Nazar. They're all great. Um, yeah, and they're all solid hockey, like college hockey players. They're all killing it. Like once they get up to the NHL, like man, I think we're I think we're looking good. I'm not too worried. Okay, so a couple more Hawks points, and then we'll we'll move around Sounds the good. the NHL. Talk about last night a little bit. Get everybody set up for a good weekend of hockey upcoming. Um, but one, just like thoughts on Luke Richardson and as a coach, and I, I think he's been really good. I I, I like him a lot. I think he's good with player development. Mm-hmm. Um, seems like a pretty straightforward kind of guy. Like, not a ton of nonsense. Not a ton of stuff flies by a guy like Luke Richardson. Um, and then also Kyle Davidson. What, what do you think of the work that has been done by him so far? I know we're kind of early in things, and this summer is going to play a big part in mm-hmm. what a judgment of, especially Davidson. But Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Luke Luke Richardson has some rope. I'm not here saying yeah. that he's on the hot seat or anything because he's not. But I think it's tough for wh- wh- like a guy like Luke Richardson. You come into a situation where you know you're at the end of like a little bit of a dynasty, starting a rebuild. So you're like, I mean, we, the dynasty was over before he got there. But like you know what I mean, you still had remnants of it. Like Kane and Taze are still there. So you you still got that. But then you're transitioning into this new phase. But they're terrible, right? So mm-hmm. you're trying to you're trying to mix it up. He's also a defensive guy. I think. I, I just wish we'd bring in a little bit more offense because we're just not scoring. I think the guys, I think all the guys play really hard, he, and Luke does a great job of getting the guys to play hard every night. Mm-hmm. Except says Jones, um, <laughs> but yeah, like I don't know. I don't know if he's gonna be the guy though long term. 
in, in the end, Kyle Davis, and I, I still I think the jury's still out because like it, it's a no brainer to draft Bedard at one. Like I, I, anybody could, anybody could, you know that. what I mean? Like yeah. that was an obvious decision. Like if you didn't do that, then like I would have, I would have probably walked into the UC and be like, could you imagine? Can we oh fire this guy like, like that? That's not happening. But I, I don't know. I think the jury's still out on him. I'm not really sold. I, I don't feel I don't really have an opinion yet on Kyle Davis and still I'm just like I don't we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. So yeah. but how many years has he been the GM? This is third year. I, I can you look up uh Brendan how long Kyle Davidson's been GM of the Blackhawks? Yes, sir. Thank you. Um yeah, I don't know how long it's been, but I feel like he's done some things. Like you have Taylor Hall, who's been, you know, could have been a yeah. key contributor, especially on a wing with yeah, yeah, yeah. Bedard. And he's a solid player. Uh, that injury definitely was a big blow to the team yeah, this season. For sure. um, just even as far as like staying competitive in these games longer, right? He's in his twelfth uh, season with the org. How many is GM? Oh, because oh, yeah, he got promoted within tenth. Uh, I think it's like three. I want to say three. It's either two or three. Yes. Oh, okay. It says name the 10th on March 1st, 2022. So it's two years exactly on the okay. dot. Wow. Yeah. Okay. 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 All right. So, yeah, I agree with you. I think there's still a lot of work to be done, though. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like he's thought about things in the right way of like, hey, we're going to do things that make sense for us. They, I, I think they might have gotten a pick for taking on uh, Felino and Hall from the Bruins or maybe not, but they might've gotten Hall to take fully. No, but that might've been the, it's just like some of the stuff was tough though. Cause like they, you trade to Brinkett, you trade Brandon Hagel and now you look at Brandon Hagel, Brandon Hagel's on, or was on like a 15 game point streak. Down yeah. In Tampa. Like he's playing on the first line with Kucherov and Braden point solid player. We got two first round picks. We'll see how those pan out, but the first round pick could be a good one. This yeah, year. Yeah. The two. Yeah. Cause I mean, We'll see, but then the Dabrinka trade, I feel like we didn't get much. I feel like it was like a second rounder and something else. For it was a first rounder. It was, was the it? Frank It was the Frank Nazar pick. Oh, that was. Okay, so I don't know. We'll see. It's tough when you trade. I just, it's tough when you trade away like our top players or guys that are actually buzzing out there. Like, especially Hagel. I liked Hagel so much that whole season. Oh, yeah. He plays so hard. He plays the game of hockey like the way I wish I could play. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Like I play, I play with that much heart, but I don't have the skill. <laughs> but, I love it. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. It, it, the jury's still out with Kyle Davis, though. I think for sure. Okay. Um, give me a. Well, I, I'm going to ask for a bold Hawks prediction. So let this like marinate for a second okay. while I ask this uh, follow up here. But. Gotcha. Um, is there anything like like you got the winter classic obviously i'm like you could tell i'm just so jazzed for it oh, but yeah. i think it's just going to be a great time it's just down the street here yeah, yeah, it's, it's on a wednesday sick. too so no you know like yeah so for us it's like oh you know it's new year's day right yeah so okay, we'll, we'll gotcha, be in yeah. in the morning hopefully on that yeah, day yeah. getting after it oh, and yeah. uh recording and then having a good time afterward yeah. and going to watch the hawks hey. just walk down the street <laughs> and i i just think it'll be a lot of fun with um the amount of like media that's going to be here. Uh, I know a lot of people in hockey media that are just going to, you know, make this a really fun time. They're going to come here to have fun, obviously, but also do their jobs. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, we'll get a lot of people in here and have some like nice in-person conversations because nobody really comes like just for the outdoor game either. They come oh, yeah, for yeah. like 
the few days beforehand and it's a whole event yeah they do even like they're even doing like creator skate like uh media personality skates and like influencer skates beforehand they do the family skates and uh alumni games and you know if depaul was smart which you know that's a whole nother conversation for another uh day but um they they would play an outdoor game there but there's that would be sick there's nothing that there's no division one hockey around so um, the best you could do is put the Chicago Steel out there, maybe for a USHL game. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. That'd be sick if DePaul did do something. Or I mean, if you had a college hockey game, who's the closest teams? Wisconsin and Notre Dame. Notre Dame. No, get Wisconsin and Michigan. That'd be a good game. Wisconsin, Michigan would yeah, be. Yeah, that game. would be way better. You, and you got a lot of Wisconsin, Michigan people, like alum yeah. in the city oh, of yeah. Chicago. Especially, so. I mean, Wisconsin especially. But I feel like Michigan almost, if not just as much. Oh, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. I, so like that would be sick. But obviously, those things got to be planned like years in advance. Unfortunately. Okay, so so not to not to like delve. To, I I get excited, man. <laughs> yeah, when no, when we talk yeah. about the Winter Classic, I get excited. Yeah, I got exhausted here. I was like, um, what's the question again? <laughs> uh, yeah, also trying to plug in my laptop here. So <laughs> good, that, that's good. a bit of the struggle here. But you got the Winter Classic. You got the draft coming up too. Like the Hawks are expected to, even if they don't get the one pick again, which would be that'd be. I, sick. I've been talking about so how rainy. remarkable that would be. I mean, he's a talk about guys that could be playing in the NHL before their draft year. He could be playing in the National oh, yeah. Hockey League right now, I believe. I mean, he's he's a he's a Chicago. He played for the Steel. He did play for the Steel. Yeah, yeah, hell yep. yeah. Hey, um, support local, baby. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like I think that would be a great story. I know everybody's trying to paint him in a San Jose Sharks jersey because he. Played for the Junior Sharks and his dad's uh, Golden State Warriors uh, trainer, but yeah. Um. <laughs> so I think right. it would be. I mean, you get him here. That would play him with Bedard and let Bedard. Honestly, I think you let Bedard play the wing and give him a little bit more space. Really, a little bit more. I think he's a great centerman, but who knows? Maybe I'm wrong. Put one of them, put them together, regardless. Is there anything like as far as Hawks go that you're notably excited for, um, or is it just the overall kind of the hope? Like, uh, or like, do you or do you do you feel the hopes? I know it's, and maybe this can tie into this other question that I have too. I know I'm throwing a lot at you, but um, <laughs> the how far away do you think the Hawks are from being some sort of maybe like playoff contender? Because I've heard some people say. Could be two years. I heard. I've heard some people say it could be as soon as next year. I've heard some people say it could be like four years. I would. This is what I, I was talking with uh, one of my guys the other day, and uh, this question came up, and I said I think realistically you say probably two to four, two to three is, is for playoffs for sure. You got to start making the playoffs in two. Like maybe not contending, but at least getting in, right? But it'd I be could, cool if you could do it on I the Bedard also, entry level yeah, contract. That would be sick. But I could also see us even making it next year. If you get some of these prospects that come up, and I, I get it, it's tough to come into the National Hockey League and, and as a rookie and really make a splash, but then you get Taylor Hall back, right? You get some of these pieces. Maybe you sign somebody in free agency. You bring in Celebrini. At Tyler one. Bertuzzi, maybe? Tyler Bertuzzi. Hey, that would be a guy. That would be a fan favorite in Chicago. That's, I've he been would, thinking about it a little bit. I haven't heard anything. I've just been – that's been running Tyler Bertuzzi in, in Chicago, I like that. Yeah. I think – yeah, that'd be fantastic. Little retribution for the Red Wings too, yeah, yeah, for yeah. for Kane to bring it. Yeah, yeah, stealing both their guys. Um, yeah. So okay, fair enough. Um, do you have? Give me a bold Hawks prediction. I just gave you Tyler Bertuzzi to the Hawks. Uh, give me, give me some sort of bold prediction. It could be a player. It could be team success. It could be off ice. It could be mm. anything. 
Short term, long term, whatever whatever right. you got. I got two. Okay. So this year Stamkos is un- unrestricted, right? Okay. Possibly. I could see Possibly. I could see I could see us trying to maybe bring him in, but I could also see Matthews is up in three years. Stop. Matthews to the Hawks, dude. If they don't if the if the if the Maple Leafs don't win, Matthews to the Hawks. On this contract, I'm telling you. See, this is what I was talking about <laughs> because there was a lot of um there was a lot of the Elias Pettersson talk, and I don't wanna I, I've been on the show would, yesterday I, I and the day like before. It. I like Elias Pettersson. I think he's a great hockey player. I don't personally like the Elias Pettersson talk, and I've I've been talking about this the last two days here, so I won't I won't go too hard, but I'll give you the background. <laughs> it's just the a lot of the stuff I see about Elias Pettersson is very clickbaity. Unless it's coming from someone like Elliot Friedman, like I don't really wanna you know, gotcha. yeah, take yeah. too much heat into something as large as that. Because if if Elias Pettersson is really going to pull a Matthew Kachuk on the Vancouver Canucks, like that's one of the biggest moves we'll see in a very long time. You know, I, I was listening to Elliot on 32 Thoughts this morning, and um, he was talking about the, the Carolina Hurricanes situation. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you were reading up on that, but apparently there was a, you know, offer of, uh, the the Canucks went to Pedersen and said, hey, we have this trade offer from Carolina. It's like Martin Hs maybe, Yasperi Cook and Amir, some of the names, and uh, some picks, obviously. But um, basically basically going to Pedersen and saying, hey, like if you're not ready to talk, we need to know, you know, so we can pivot here and try and do something else. Yeah, because when's the deadline's March 1st, right? Yeah, that to me is legitimate information. Uh, no, it's not today. Oh, it's a week. It's a week from oh, today. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. I was like, wait, fuck. yeah, it is. It is a week from today. Um, so I don't know. So bold Hawks prediction, Matthews to Chicago, that, Matthews that, to Chicago. It, but the, it's, it's completely reliant. If they win a cup on this contract, then no. But if they don't win a con, he's definitely leaving Toronto. And we like, if we don't go after him, he wants to come here. I'm telling you, he wants to come here. He wants to come here. <laughs> he wants to come to Chicago. I don't profess to know Austin Matthews because I do not. But um, what I will say is that doesn't he seem like a guy that would want to go somewhere that it's a little warmer if he's leaving <laughs> if he's leaving Toronto? Hey, man, you asked for a bold prediction. No, hey, I'll take it. You, you I asked, you delivered. That was, uh, I, that was certainly bold. That was certainly bold. I'll give you that. Um, okay. So. There's no bias at all on that. And that prediction at all. So before we jump into some of the games here, just like, do you have any thoughts on the NHL season as a whole so far? We'll we'll move off the Hawks talk. I know um, it doesn't really apply to um, every. Single I'll give person you a bold audience. prediction for. The, I, don't, I don't even think it's that. Bold. Doesn't need to be, but just like thoughts on like what you've seen so far this you. season. Um, you know, like, and that's anything like a team, a player, a, a storyline, a you know surprise. You know, a, anything that's really start like writing them down. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> I, I, you know. Uh, Henry's in here, no notes, no, no, he doesn't even have his phone <laughs> yeah, out, like, yeah, he's, yeah. he's we're coming off the, off. We're off the top today. Yeah, no, I, I definitely Closed down that. the bar at 3, yeah. 2, 2.30 last Respect. night, so, so. Respect. We're, and, hey, we're rolling, though. A very we're big uh, hockey bar, too. Oh, like, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, a, yeah. like a very pro hockey bar. When yeah, I we, was, we, we get, keep the TVs on the One, on the one last Bedard note, and then I want to hear your thoughts on the NHL season, gotcha. but when uh, he was... So last season, I guess, you know, I, I would be at, at your bar mm-hmm. and there would be Regina Pats games on. Oh, like yeah. I went in there more than two times and part of it was just having the NHL network on, obviously. But yeah, like, that's the game they were showing at like 
fire or whatever. Yeah, yeah. No, I just, I loved it. Like, <laughs> I, I loved it. And you could just, like, sit there and watch. I was, like, watching Pat's games. And I was like, this kid's going to be on this team next year. And everybody was like, what are you talking about? Like, who? Yeah. Who? <laughs> like, who? And... Now, 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 we're, yeah, now, now everybody's here. buying jerseys. They're like, yeah, con, con, how do you say it? Better? <laughs> Better? Uh, Bedard, guys. Bedard. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, the only thing I was going to say is me and one of one of my guys at the bar, he's an old-time big, uh, big hockey guy, so we talk hockey at the end of every night. Um, and we've been saying this since the beginning. Even with McDavid getting off to a slow start, we still think he's going to catch Kucherov. Ooh. We've been saying it. This whole season, he's gonna catch Kucherov. He's he's gonna be the he's gonna he's gonna. It's just inevitable. The guy's too good. Yeah. Um, thoughts on the NHL season? I think it's been a really good season. I think I've seen. I wish a couple guys. You know, I mean, it's tough the injury bug. Like I got Jack Hughes on my fantasy team, and <laughs> it's been tough. But Jack Hughes is one of my favorite players to watch right now. I also love watching the Florida Panthers just because they're a bunch of bowling balls out there. They, they could got, win the Stanley Cup. They, like I, and with Matthew Tachuk, when he when it turns to the playoffs, that dude is ridiculous. Oh yeah, that dude is because he's he's so good, but so like he just doesn't he doesn't care. You hear the clip of him saying that for the first ten minutes of game. Sometimes his, him and his line pretend like there's not even a puck out there, and that. They're just like playing, like playing the body for the first ten minutes of a game to like throw the other guys off. Dude. And I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think it's been an overall really good season. Matthews, I think, could definitely hit seventy for yeah. sure. Like, I, I don't know how many games off the top of my head he has left, but I think, at like, because last year he had like forty five, which yeah. is insane still. But like down year for him, I think that's pretty wild. I think it's been kind of shocking seeing the Penguins and now Ovechkin slow down. It's definitely like you're starting to see the age wear mm-hmm. into But Sid is still insane. Yeah. Sid just doesn't have anybody besides Gensel, and they're probably going to trade him. So, I think I, I've been saying this. If Penguins somehow sneak in, and it was a tough one last night, 2-0 to the Seattle Kraken, that was a yeah, pretty, one, pretty yeah. lifeless effort there from the Penguins. Yeah. Um, and But I think if they do somehow find a way into the playoffs, that Sidney Crosby should be in that. Hart Trophy MVP discussion. Um, you even got got like players coming out and they're like, "Dude, Sid is unreal." And you watch him play, like just like he doesn't look like he's like he's maybe a tad bit slower than he was in his younger days, but like his head is still just thinking the game, and it's like he's very good at body positioning too, like where how he positions the puck, where you know what I mean, how he carries it, everything. So it's still unreal watching him. Any teams that have like, what do you think of Vancouver? Oh, Vancouver's been an I love Rick Tockett. Yeah. Big fan of Rick Tockett. A huge fan of Quinn Hughes. I love the Hughes brothers just because I grew up, have two brothers on the middle. So that's why Jack's probably my favorite. Played defense. So I like the other I love the other two. I think Quinn's definitely the Fershire um uh, Norris. Right yeah. Now, for sure. I mean, if Cal can catch him, maybe, but Quinn's played like the whole season. I don't think he's missed a game. So yeah. Cal's missed a little bit of time. I think he's gone through a bit of a slump too. Recently, Kale Car. Oh, has he? Yeah, I haven't. I haven't seen his stats recently. But like Quinn's last night, st- might have done a bit to help him out. <laughs> but. Yeah, yeah. What five over sauce? <laughs> Jesus. Um, no, I mean they're they're really good, really solid team. Brock Besser there. Um, that kid Connor Garland. Yeah, he's solid. Um, who they did they get? Who's their defense? They got somebody. Philipronic. On defense, yeah, he's yeah, been really good. He's been solid. Thatcher Demko, the goalie. Thatcher Demko, he's on my fantasy team. He's been oh, solid yeah. for me. Huge, huge. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
No, they're a good team. I think they're with Rick Tockett too there. I used to really, especially during the cup runs, not like Vancouver, but with this with Rick Tockett and I, I think it's like a different type and that rivalry's kind of dead, in yeah. my opinion. You know what I mean? Because those players aren't playing anymore. No. No um, more Ryan Kessler. No more Oh Ryan Kessler. He dude, he was gritty American hockey player, but I love him, dude. Yeah. Love oh, him. Yeah. Um no, I love Vancouver. I think they're solid. Um I think what's been kind of shocking to me is the Kings. Yeah, they, they've, fallen, they've fallen off. Yeah. It was a big Purely win yesterday Dubois over is, Vancouver. Um, yeah. But, you know, that was a, uh, you know, that was a uh, slide screeching halt right yeah. there, W for them. So, um, yeah, the Kings have been surprising. You mentioned McDavid earlier. Do you think the Oilers have a chance at Lord Stanley's mug? I, I Yeah, I think. I w- I've been wanting him to get one just because I truly think he's the greatest hockey player I've ever seen play the game. Like, it, it like watching him, it's a man amongst boys. So, like, you watch him literally dangle through f- a whole team. Through like five, five guys. Five, five guys. guys. And you, you, he has probably, like, six or seven of these. Like, just where you just did 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 goal. Oh, yeah. Like, and you turn around, and you're like, what? Where? Hot, what? Yeah. <laughs> um, you remember the Morgan Riley one too, where he yeah, oh my god, he, it's just him and him, him and Morgan Riley, and then he just changes speed like it that just, and zips he, around him and puts he's the puck over. Like I there think was, it was Jack Campbell, but. like when he won uh won the skills competition, won like the million dollars this year. I was like, there's no, I'm not surprised. The best player in the game won. Uh, I think you could have gotten some money too if you bet on McDavid. Like I don't think he was the favorite by any really? stretch to win the skills, which was very surprising. Because uh, yeah. how do you not yeah. pick the best hockey player yeah. in the world? To... I, yeah. I mean, I guess McKinnon can definitely compete, but like I and McKinnon's a hell of a hockey player, but he's just McDavid's in a class of his own. Um, yeah. but I think they're they're solid. You got that kid Evan Bouchard on the back end. So good. Darnell Nurse is solid still. Um Zach Hyman has forty goals. Yeah. Uh, I mean, when you're playing but Zach Hyman, I think, is a really solid player. He gets a little overlooked because you're playing with McDavid or something, but he you don't put up 40 goals without being good. No, I mean, he. And, I don't know that there's many better players in the NHL that are as good at getting open for themselves as Zach mm-hmm. Hyman, like just, especially in that net front area where a lot of bodies tend to exist in the mm-hmm. NHL. And yeah. uh, it's hard to get an open lane with a stick down and be able to put a shot. Yeah. Like a oh, good yeah, one yeah. on that. Right. So. And you got, I mean, you got Nugent Hopkins. I saw this play that Nugent Hopkins made. There was a turnover at the blue line and. Robert Thomas is coming in on a breakaway, and you see Nuge just come like with one of the craziest back checks. Oh, like yeah. he, like he, that kid plays hard. Um, I've always, always been a fan. Yeah, I've always been number one overall pick. Like he had a, his first hundred point season last year. He's solid. Drysaddle is having a little bit of a down year, but I'm not worried about. It. I think they'll be. I think this is the best year. The most confident I am in Edmonton. Yeah. I'd like to see him win it for sure. Yeah, even as an American hockey fan, you you wouldn't mind seeing a Canadian sports team. Take a, take a chance. Take a run at Lord's. Yeah, Stadium. I mean, I don't, I don't care. I mean, as no. long, if the Hawks aren't in it, like, I think it's great for the game, man. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. I, I don't. I, the only time I really care uh, is when we're playing them in the Olympics. Yeah, like, that's what. I, that's what I don't like. Okay, the rest, right. of, the, so the rest of the time, good I'm, pivot. I, I'm good cool. pivot. Return of international hockey. We got awesome. the the four nations cup coming next year instead of the All Star game. Yeah. U U S Canada Sweden Finland. Uh, I think games are going to be split between Montreal and Boston from okay. what has been heard. And then gotcha. you have uh, announced participation in the 2026 Winter Olympics. Yeah, that's going to um, be sick. In Italy. So, going to be sweet. Uh, what are your, who do you like, you know, who do you like as far as, I mean, obviously this is Dude, everybody I, think, I talk to is Team USA all the way, right? Obviously, yeah, as an American. And I think our team, but 
our our top line could be absolutely stacked. You got Matthew Tuchuk, Austin Matthews. Uh, Whoever you want. Jack Hughes. Jack Hughes. Alex. Wait, no. Dabrinkit's an American, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got Dabrinkit. Then you got you, you could have Kane, Clayton Keller, the other t- Brady Tuchuk. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got Quinn Hughes on the back. Like, Helen Buck. Quinn Hughes and Adam Fox paired up oh together. Oh, my God. But the thing is, then you look at the Team Canada roster, and that's the problem. It's like, <laughs> it's like fuck. Oh, my God. McDave, like... Like McDavid, Crosby still gonna be on the team. Crosby will probably be the second line center. McDavid, Crosby, McCarr, McKinnon. Yeah. Oh my. Yeah. See, it's like what? <laughs> it's like ah, uh, like yeah. We ha- we're gonna have a really good team, but they're gonna have a really good team too. Yeah. So I don't know. Obviously, I'm gonna be rooting for USA all the way, but it's tough. Hopefully, there's not another golden goal. <laughs> no. But that- dude, that was that was an insane Olympics. It goes into OT. Like that was. I mean. Couldn't have asked for much more. That was 14 more. years ago this week. That was 14 years ago? Yeah. Wow. 2010 Olympics. That's crazy. I know. That's crazy. I've been seeing, you know, you were talking earlier off air about uh, seeing old hockey clips yeah, show yeah. up on social media and, you know, just some goals that come up and you're like, oh my gosh, so that was 2009? Like, that's wild. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What grade was I? <laughs> All right. So I'm going to read off a little bit of what I've... Uh, Taken from last night's NHL action, I, oh, I know you may not have caught too much of too much of the games last I saw, night. I saw the highlights for the most part. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. If if you if you hear anything relatable, jump in. But I, I did want to start with the Toronto Maple Leafs game because they were involved in a trade that also happened last night. Mm. Uh, shortly after their game, uh, we saw Mark Giordano leave the game with a head injury uh, that was later described. He took a really hard fall into the boards, and uh, Sheldon Keefe later said after the game it was a head injury. So they trade for Ilya Labushkin from the Anaheim Ducks. They reacquire him. He he did spend some time two seasons ago with the with the Leafs, about thirty okay. something games. Um, definitely were in need of a right handed shot defenseman, especially missing Timothy Lilly, Timothy Liljegren the last few days. But um, they they did exactly what Dallas did on the Chris Tanev deal, getting another team involved to also retain the salary. So they're yeah. able to bring in Ilya Lubushkin for under league minimum salary. He comes in under $700,000 uh, when it comes to the cap hit. Anaheim gets a 2025 third and Carolina gets a 2024 sixth. There's also another player involved in this deal. Kirill Slepitz going Toronto's way via Carolina. Um, seems to be just like a, an unsigned, uh, unsigned guy right now. Uh, don't mm. know. Don't know what that'll end up being, but so they make the move. They'll be, uh, Arizona four to two, and um, yeah, man, you know, he's got his fifty third, right? He did get his fifty yeah. third. Uh, so, the, so the hunt for seventy is still on. I think he gets personally he over gets seventy. Uh, yeah, I think I, 72, I got, 73. Yeah, I could see it. I mean, when he came out of the All Star break and put up back to back hat tricks, I was like, is this guy gonna get eighty? Like he was. I think at one point he had like fifty two games played and forty eight goals. I was like, that's insane. Yeah, <laughs> you're at almost a goal a game pace. Yeah, and they also saw Joe Wall make his return in the net. Uh, first game since December 7th. That was a 35-game absence. He made 30 saves, and that one looked good. Was he um, injured? Yeah, he was injured. Okay. He's a, he's not Illinois guy. He's a Missouri guy, but okay. um, has some Illinois ties, I think. I think gotcha. his brother might have gone to school at, like, Illinois State or something gotcha. like that. Gotcha, okay, um, gotcha. Uh, so... Yeah, I mean, it's a good it's a good move for them. The Labushka move, I think we're going to start seeing some of these moves. The trade market's a little interesting. We saw Chris Tanev go to Dallas, obviously, the night before. I think that's kind of good for I, Dallas. Oh, I mean, yeah. I, I said it yesterday that Dallas is going all in for the Stanley Cup. Um, 
we'll see what kind of they, they needed someone like that. They had a lot of lefties too. Thomas Harley, Miro Hiskinen, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Chris Lindell. Tanov, he's uh, a he's, he went to the same college as my dad. RIT, RIT, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Shout out RIT Tigers. Baby. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Go oh, Tigers, yeah. baby. <laughs> Go Tigers. They have they they actually have a good team this season. They're Do so, they? Yeah, they're usually sneaky good. They have a D one team. They're, my dad will probably text me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he'll be like, oh, "Tigers are in the in the Frozen Four because they they have I think the year he played or the couple years he played there they went to a Frozen Four or something they went pretty far yeah they and there good. are NHL players that come from RIT oh yeah yeah like that is a definitely a place you oh, can yeah. go play to play in the National Hockey yeah League. for sure so uh, we were we were talking about just how great of a city Rochester is oh yeah rich Rock. hockey like rich hockey area you know I, I I love Western New York you got. Buffalo there and even just like the the small towns like they're all football towns and they're all hockey towns oh yeah and they're all Sabres fans and they they love it and which which makes what's going on there a little bit more tough to swallow um, with some of the recent or long-term lack of success that they've had but um, yeah it's a it's a great it's yeah, a great. They area. just got to bring back the saber jerseys full time, and I think they'll they'll be good. Those are great, aren't they? They, they were so much better so than, sweet. The, than the blues. Yeah. The, so oh, well, I like the blues too. I like yeah. the royal blue. But, but I hated you, the like the navy, like the dark blue that they yeah, used to yeah, rock yeah, with. Yeah. That was that was, that was pretty ugly. terrible. That was the Nathan Gerby. Yeah. 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 That was yeah, pretty yeah. terrible. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So Labushkin, old Reebok jerseys. <laughs> Labushkin is a leaf again. Um, Dallas also might have seemed to have gotten a boost from acquiring a player without necessarily putting him in their lineup just yet. They uh, they beat Winnipeg four to one pretty handedly. Um, Logan yeah, Winnipeg's Stankoven. been kind of sliding a little bit. Well, give or take, they they were first place in the division earlier in the week too. Okay, so I gotcha. I think you know I've talked a bit on here about how just important it is to win the Central Division this year. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like Vancouver's already kind of got the Pacific yeah, locked up. And sure. It seems like with the Kings slide too, we're we're pretty much locked into an Oilers Vegas Golden Knights first round, which will be must watch TV. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it's super important to win that Central Division because whoever it is, like if you're playing, if the first round matchup is Dallas Colorado or Winnipeg Dallas yeah. or yeah. Colorado Winnipeg, you know those are the that's that's a tough. That's a tough, hard For series sure. where one team that re- is very good is going to be eliminated. But that's also the way the playoffs go, too. Um, yeah, I, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I love when uh, the weather starts getting warm and playoff hockey. It's the best. Baseball starts back up. Hey, we're good, man. Are you excited for baseball? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. We, have, we have to. I'm, I'm going wearing to a Cubs day. hat. I'm, I'm wearing a Cubs day. hat, even though uh, <laughs> I am a self-professed Toronto Blue Jays fan. I do, <laughs> I do like the Cubs. I also rock with the Sox, too. I know that's kind of like a taboo thing but I, I don't know man like i don't i don't really yeah i mean know. i grew up in, in the western suburbs of chicago so yeah. so the best team growing up was always uh the Sox. so they won the 05 yeah uh world series so then i once they did that i was solidified you know what i mean i was like this team's always better but my older my older brother is a cubs fan so oh, okay but yeah yeah that time of year it's always a good time weather starts getting good um no it's always the best it's time beautiful. of the year and then the hockey is just nuts and you got playoff the first round of playoff hockey is one of my favorite times of the year because you have a game like multiple games every day of the week and it's because the the schedule is every other day so then the first round is arguably the the most you know because everybody's like really so much there's so much going on yeah yeah and i mean it gets it gets even more intense as it goes on but like when it's the stanley cup i'm like damn like there's days without hockey and then it's getting closer to zero like how many days yeah like there's no there's no hockey until October. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. So camp. 
I know. Um, so, yeah, I'm just looking forward to it. Uh, yeah, for sure. Logan Stankoven, too, for Dallas, has three goals in his first four NHL games. Not a big deal. That kid looks like a stud. Um, and Maverick Bork is not soon off of that, um, making an impression on the Dallas Stars, too. Mm-hmm. Um, Anton Lundell channelings inner Sasha Barkov mm-hmm. with that cheeky shootout winner. I don't know if you saw that, but it was just a <laughs> yeah, crazy yeah. move that he put he's um, he's on solid. Sam Montembeau. Just solid really. Player. Yeah, he, he's good. Um, I, I'm sure like if he could really turn into even a shadow of Alexander Barkov, that would be incredible for the Florida Panthers. Make, make sure. a good team even yeah, yeah. better. Um, yeah, they, they could use even just that secondary score. He was a first round. He was a pretty high first round. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like seven or eight or something. He might have been Something like, like ten. He oh, okay, been gotcha. 10. Yeah. I'll, I'll look that up just so we can. Ne- uh, ne- meet next, in the well, no, you don't got it. I mean, next time I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to be prepared. Have yeah. the laptop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the laptop. Also, to go back to the Leafs game too, I just wanted to point out too the Ryan Reeves Liam O'Brien fight. I don't oh, know if you dude, saw that. That, that was, was awesome. That was awesome. Wait, wait, wait. We haven't talked about this guy Matt Rempe yet. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> so, Matt I mean, Rempe. Matt Rempe has gotten so much every time. Not just on this program, on every single program. Like he I was, love I think he was in like kid. the New York Times or something <laughs> like that. Like there's ESPN feature articles about him. Apparently, yeah. just like every New York Rangers media scrum is just surrounded by this kid. I mean, uh, yeah. what, what about it? Like his face, the lo- practice, I don't the know. picture. So I, I was watching a game on the Saturday afternoon and I forgot who was calling the game. I forgot and I forgot who they were even playing, but they were like, This fourth line for oh, it was I was watching the uh that outdoor game. Oh yeah. And it was like, Oh, this kid is six seven, the kid next to him is six seven and then Adam the other Enstrom. guy. Yeah, yeah, and then they got another guy, I think it's uh Barclay Goodrow, and he's a he's a bowling ball himself. Yeah, he's like six two. Yeah, and he's just like two hundred like solid pounds. Like, yeah. So and and I'm like watching him play. I'm like, this kid can actually skate. Like he can actually like play. Like yeah. and just put him in front of the net. Like he knows what to do. And then the fact that he just and like his interviews are hilarious. Where he was like, he's like, yeah, he just came up and he he, he said, you want to go? I said, hell yeah, I want to go. And <laughs> he's like, we were out there throwing bombs, you know. And I was like, I was like, this kid, that's a hockey player right there. Like that is what you need. Uh, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I um I love just like the outpouring of support too. Like the immediate cult hero status is like And Nick Delurier is a tough dude. Nick Delurier is, is a tough, tough customer. Yeah. So is Matthew Olivier too. Like oh, that guy's and not, Matthew Olivier get, get, like I think he won that one. Yeah. Oh, like I, I think I, he I, he I mean, yeah, he for sure got it, but like the fact that the kid's not afraid to like that's more the point. Yeah, like he's like I'll 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 fight anybody. Yeah. I'll fight I'll fight you. I'll fight you. I'll, I'll fight both I'll have you. Yeah, like yeah. what it looked like at practice this week, and yeah. you know, just to earn a spot and keep yeah. keep getting his I, yeah, paycheck. Love it. And, love it. Yeah, you know. So yeah, I, no, I love that. So he's week to week now. Um, Is he? We didn't get the we didn't get the Matthew Olivier rematch when the Blue Jackets lost in Madison Square Garden on Wednesday, but uh, everybody was kind of looking at. The, they, they play the Leafs tomorrow. Rempe's um, week to week? Yeah. That, oh, that seems to be the, what I heard. That seems it's, probably, it's probably his black eye. <laughs> They're probably like, dude, you should probably... Uh, take a few off. Take a, take a day off. Yeah. I, I mean, we'll see how long it lasts, too, because, you know, the downside of this is, you know, we've been talking about trades and stuff, and, you know, the Rangers definitely view themselves as a Stanley Cup contender. For sure. Um, they, I think if they had to get one thing, it would probably be some forward depth, right? So, yeah. You know, maybe his maybe this story is kind of short lived. I would love it to see it continue on. I just uh, bring him to the Hawks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> bring him to the Hawks. We'll, we'll take him. That would be a lot. We'll of fun. take him. Oh, we would. Hey, we'll take. Hey, Matt Rampey, we'll take. You. Yeah. No, I, you could. 
you could if you're the Rangers too. I mean, you could get like a third, fourth round pick for that kid. Well, he's well, yeah. All the hype is. Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. he. I think he could definitely play. Like you just park him in front of the net, let Bedard shoot. Like just have have let Bedard skate around on the power play. Just park him in front of the net and just let him scream. The Docs haven't been afraid to like stick up for themselves this season, though. No, like, I love that. About like that. Jared, yeah, yeah. Jared Tenorti's has been dropping a couple times. Felino threw with uh, I think it was Wood that broke Bedard's jaw. Yeah, and that hit wasn't even like bad hit, but at least you know what I mean. That's just part of hockey. You gotta. Yeah, you hit the star and you hurt him. Well, hey, you're gonna you gotta at least fight. And the yeah. fact that Felino did it, I mean, I think Felino's probably gonna be the next captain. They already resigned him. I was having this discussion with a friend of mine too. I I, I wanted to maybe all right. The, there's just yeah, so, much hawks, there's <laughs> so much hawks. There's so much talk. Maybe we do need a Blackhawks show on this on this network soon. But maybe. Um, the do you not just give it to Bedard? Like the this was this Fair, was my this yeah, was my yeah, slant. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I wouldn't even be super surprised if they slapped an A on him before the end of this season. I, I know it seems a bit premature, but you, you watch the media scrums. You watch. I, I, I know there are older players. You, you mentioned Dickinson, Felino, Felino we talked about. Jones is wearing an A. Um, but why not, why, not, why not give him an A? Why not give him an A before the end I of the season? I hate it. I mean, I think, like, obviously, even though he's he's one of those people that he's younger, but people look up to him for sure. You know, just because of his skill and like his maturity level, he's he's way more, way more mature than I was at eighteen years old. <laughs> oh no, me too, me right. too. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's a reason I went into the military. So yeah, heard, heard. Um, yeah, I I don't know. We'll see. I think Felino probably gets it because uh, they signed him for two more years, so he'll probably get it. And then once he's gone, I could see them definitely giving it to him for sure. He like Bedard's gonna get it. Yeah, you know, no, I, mean, I do for too. Sure. So I, I know that. I think maybe but. Bedard gets. I don't know. I don't hate it. I hate what you're saying, but I just. And I guess t- they gave it to Taze at what nineteen. Yeah, my so. only thought is like Connor Bedard too is like so been so vocal about like following the Sidney Crosby model of things. Yeah, he is very and like very. He wants yeah. to be like Sid. Yeah, yeah, and Sid like any everything about Sid that anybody talks about he, is he's a good dude. Like, yeah, great dude. And they made Sid the captain it. 18, 19, whatever did that they? was. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And they put an A on his jersey, like at the end of his. They did. That's right. You are correct. Rookie year. Yeah, yeah. So, I I could see it. I wouldn't be surprised if they they tried it out. Yeah, I don't hate it. He walked in in the Chris Chelios jersey on Sunday. There were, yeah, there yeah, were those yeah, walking yeah. pictures on it, and I know everybody was like, "He looks good with the C on him." Yeah, 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 looks, yeah for sure. Looks right. It's looks definitely right. it's definitely coming. Yeah. Um. So okay. So I'll I'll wrap. Well, we didn't up talk to, about the Revo fight though. What about the Revo fight? Oh, yeah. I just thought it was a good one. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was it was a great fight. Like, and they were really... That could have been fight of the year, probably. Yeah. That um, or... Uh, I don't know. The one between Rempe and Delirier was good, too. That was a great yeah, fight. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. There was also Jake Middleton and Jeremy Lozon yesterday yeah. in the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Nashville-Minnesota game. That was a hard-fought bout between yeah. two really tough customers. And, um, you know, fighting's been up in the league this year. Yeah, and definitely. you can't get rid of fighting. Like, I'm sorry. Fighting is part of the game. Like those guys, it's not like guys are out there just strictly to fight anymore. Those guys are skilled guys that can fight. And like, you can't just have guys going out there trying to just like beat up dudes, get them hurt or stuff. You well, know that's I mean? the thing about Rempy too. He's got to like also just play yeah. a little bit too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? You can't just fight. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, yeah. So we'll um, see. We'll see how it goes. 
Yeah, as far as the rest of that game went, though, between Minnesota and Nashville, Nashville really took it to them. And we talked about that being a really big game for both clubs. I mean, that, the Western wildcard race is super tight right now. It looks like LA. Yeah. Might, LA's probably just going to back their way into something, if I had to guess. Um, but yeah, Kopitar, really, Kopitar will figure it out. Yeah, Audi. yeah I, I really do believe that, too. That team is too good to, Who's to the not coach? make it. It's, it's Mc, uh, no, they, Ty McClellan was like, oh. Oh, uh, a few was. months ago. So it's Jim Hiller now acting as interim GM. And yeah. they brought on DJ Smith, who was let go earlier this season by Ottawa, to be I, an assistant. I've always been a fan of the Kings. Like, I, like especially Kopitar and Doughty. Um, and Byfield. How about Byfield, that goal he had the other day? Which one? The, the, one, the, the one where he takes the puck the length of the yeah, ice yeah, and, and then switches drags. the... Oh, yeah, my, oh God. my God. That was unbelievable. That kid's sick. Yeah. And I think... Uh, I mean, they got some good players there. I think they just shouldn't have brought in Pierre-Luc Dubois. That guy's... Cancer. That trade is uh, <laughs> that trade is looking worse and worse. By yeah, the way, yeah, like and I remember seeing something. Uh, Jeremy Roenick posted it, like I think on his personal Instagram, like after that trade happened, and he was like, he was like going off on. He's like, finally, you you got your warm weather, you got your you got your cozy contract. Now it's time for you to actually show up and play hockey. And yeah. it was, I was like, damn, Jr., you ain't wrong. Because, yeah. but we'll see, we'll see. I think they could still sneak in for sure. I think they will, unless things really go sideways for LA, and then you have to look at things big picture too. About shout out to really... Turcotte, though he's a good guy. But yeah, Chicago Illinois kid, kid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, scored his first NHL goal a couple yeah, weeks, yeah. like a week yeah, ago yeah. or something. That was that was really cool. Um, yeah, so Nashville picks up the big win there. Um, the Carolina Hurricanes also take down the Columbus Blue Jackets. Spencer Martin makes twenty saves, picks up the W. Uh, he was playing for the Blue Jackets earlier this season. He played thirteen games with them. Um, He's got four wins in his last five for the Hurricanes. I'm a big, I'm a big Peter Kachekov guy. Uh, okay. that, that I watched him a lot in Chicago last year with the Wolves, mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah. Um, just uh, such a good personality, really good guy. Talked to him a good handful of times. Uh, was very nice, very positive and upbeat. And uh, you need that as a goalie, I think, to like just have that like mental fortitude to not really let yeah, anything yeah. get you down or. You know, those always upbeat guys like Marc-Andre Fleury never really seems to have had a bad day in his life, even though I'm sure he has. Um, Oh, yeah, yeah. Some guys are just, that's how people deal with stuff, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, looks like Spencer Martin. Goalies are always a little strange, though. Yeah. (laughs) Looks like he could be a fill-in for Kachekov whenever he is called upon. Um, And then we talked about the Penguins a little bit earlier, too, but that was a pretty disappointing game yesterday in Seattle. Yeah. Uh, They they really needed that one. And and it was a big week for Seattle, too. But I, I watched the game, and it was not like Seattle really push the pace, push the tempo, or even push the Penguins even to a point where they were really bringing it to them. Like, that wasn't a really dominant effort by the Kraken. Um, and I know the Penguins outshot them a lot, and Philip Grubauer had to make 33 saves for the shutout. But, um, yeah, it's it, just, it, it was a pretty lifeless effort. Colby yeah. Armstrong was actually pretty vocal about it in the post game that mm. I watched. And, um, oh, on TNT? No, 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 just or the Penguins. Local, he does the Penguins local broadcast oh, too. Oh, does he? Okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. And, I just um, know he's 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 on a lot of different stuff. He does. Yeah, that guy's one of the hardest working guys in the biz oh, yeah. right now. He's. He, I like that stuff. He he's funny. Like when him and when him and Biz and Wit go at it, they're like, yeah, they're they're because they're. I think that's a great. They're great for the game too. Oh yeah, yeah. No, Chicklets is good, man. All, yeah. all these like hockey shows are good. I was yeah. telling you, man. Like it's a, it's an honestly like a, a really big. Like, blessing to be, like, I was so stunned. We're 29 in the rankings right now. I, I haven't said it on air, but, like, <laughs> why the heck not? Like, yeah, we're, hey. we're right up there. Um, and hey, To the moon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, look, I, I don't, you know, whatever it is, it is. Like, the fact that anybody's listening at all is pretty remarkable. It's pretty and cool. like, yeah. you know, the shows around us are, like, shows that are, like, you know, and I listen to them all. Like, I, I do listen. Like, I, lo- I love Cam and Strick is a really good okay. show. 
Uh, Chicklets is good. I like you know. I used to listen to Chicklets like right when it came out. Yeah, now I don't. Like, I don't listen to anything honestly. Like ritually, like for me, the 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 sports media that I listen to is Skip Bay. Like I turn on Undisputed in the morning. Okay. So yeah. I, it's not even really hockey at all. I just per, like I've personally always been a Skip Bayless fan because my dad got me into it, and I just think because he's so pointed, like he's just very like passionate about his points oh yeah <laughs> and they're some sometimes they're extremely ludicrous but like it's hilarious to see him try and back it up yeah and i don't know i just think like i you know what i mean you try and get away from if if you're always watching hockey all the time like i try and get away from just always just straight hockey media too heard you know? that's that's why we have two other podcasts on the network <laughs> check them out no i'm just kidding i'm just kidding no i hear you though i grew up listening to like mike and mike in yeah, the morning mike and mike on, was my on, favorite on once, like every morning to school yeah. like it was mike and mike yeah and, yeah uh brendan do you have any uh close to your heart uh favorites <laughs> as far as sports media go that maybe you know you love for any particular reason or no uh not really i'm, I'm kind of getting hip to like uh, the Brandon Marshall podcast that he has he's, going. That's, yeah, he's solid. I like his. That one's pretty fun, but I don't know. I'm not super versed. Yeah, fair, fair. Um, yeah, man. I, I it's hard to sometimes unplug from hockey. I won't lie. Like it's it's been kind of my job too. Oh, so yeah, I yeah. like you know like I when when I do this show I don't I, I've said that I don't feel like I am doing it justice if I have any at least watch a little bit of every game that happens fair. like yeah, yeah. you know and I do watch all the highlights if I don't watch like a full game too especially but like. Um, I do even try and watch like 10 minutes or so or 15, maybe a period of a game. And a lot a lot of the times it's more than that, especially if I don't have anything to do at night, which sure. most of the case is the time. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, no, I just like, you know, it's hard to sometimes unplug. And For like, sure. I, yeah, yeah. Baseball season will be nice to be able yeah. to uh, dive into that a little the bit. Outdoor activities going on in the city. So oh, yeah. I mean, the, the summer in the city little, is the best. A little, bit, a little bit of sun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, are you saying that I need a tan? <laughs> hey, bro, look at me. I'm, hey, I need a tan. I need a, I need this uh, working with the <laughs> Greek hockey team to turn into, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, a, a session uh, with me on the beach at some point in the yeah. near future. Yeah. Um, all right, so we'll cut it there for the games. I just wanted to say about that that uh, Colby Armstrong was digging in on the Penguins. I for thought sure. that was, uh, you know, and he, he was right, just like not getting bodies to the front of the net, not really creating any havoc, and yeah, you I know, mean, creating those grade A scoring opportunities and then following up on them um, was just fundamentals. You gotta yeah, been doing it since you're a kid. You gotta just keep on doing it. Yeah, it, and it is weird Stop seeing the Penguins like this, right? Cause yeah, like, it is. Yeah, you know, I think even, like last season was a shock, and yeah. everybody was. And then you get Eric Carlson, and you, you know, yeah, guys, crazy. I honestly have forgot. He, and Eric Carlson's coming off a Norris Trophy and an over a hundred point season. He's yeah. one of my favorite players to watch. I've yeah. always been a fan of his. Yeah, that and uh, what is, I don't even know what his stats are this year. Uh, He's been injured a little bit too, hasn't he? Uh, I just, I, I just know it hasn't been. Like the fit that everybody thought yeah, it would be, and I, because and you have Chris Letang there. And Letang's still the number, playing the number one role, I think. Yeah, I just I don't know that there's still well Carlson plays on the power play a good bit, which is odd because you went from having one of the better power plays and now the Penguins' power play is like near the bottom of the league. And um, Carlson has eight goals, thirty five assists for forty three points in fifty seven games. So actually, really not bad stats. Not and bad he's, stats. he's a plus ten. I don't have Fair. the deep analytics in front. Yeah, of yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I just have counting stats, but. Um, it's just, when you, yeah, I mean, he, if you put him in the position, he can put up 100 points every season. He's, yeah. He, so I just don't think, yeah, I don't know. It's probably, it did, I didn't like the trade, honestly. No. I didn't, I didn't like the fit because, like, I just didn't see, like, you're either going to have him or Latang up there. You're not going to play them both together no. either. You can't. 
like in a one they're both righties which i think one could play carlson could play on his offhand but yeah i don't know i just didn't see how it was going to work and then you're going to have Latang out there for probably averaging like 24 25 minutes a night so then what are you going to do it just doesn't doesn't make sense i agree yeah. i agree i i, I would have looked at like you know someone else man yeah like someone else yeah, yeah. give me a uh Give me a Jacob Chikrin for Eric Carlson swap. Ottawa. Yeah, send, I think, send him back to Ottawa. Yeah, I agree. I think that would have been Jacob a better Chikrin's one. Jacob Chikrin's dad, yeah. Jeff, won a Stanley Cup in Pittsburgh with the Penguins. Okay, um, so, hey, see? Yeah. Connections, so, connections. Yeah, like I could definitely see something like that happening. But I think a reunion. Ottawa needs a jolt. Ottawa needs yeah. a jolt. They also have a lot yeah. of lefty shot defensemen. They got Shabbat and Sanderson and Chikrin, and um, I could see it. I think somebody should get, take uh, Shabbat. He's solid. Shabbat is very good. Yeah. And I have heard his name floated around a little and bit. I would be very was, surprised yeah. if the Senators moved on from him, but stranger yeah. things have happened, I guess. Um, you know, I mean, if they Debrinca do want to keep someone like Chikrin. Yeah. Yeah, that that was a little different, though. Yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah, he yeah. really wanted to No, stay. he don't he didn't want to be there at all. No. I don't think so. I don't you think. could tell. I mean, he went home. He's a Michigan boy. Yeah, that, that is Detroit, true. I think so. that was important to him. Um, yeah. Which is understandable. Right. So only three games around the horn tonight. Um, okay. Among them are the Coyotes and the Senators, which you that's know. a barn burner. <laughs> that is a barn burner. I didn't want to be the one to say it, so I'm glad you did. Uh, <laughs> Flyers Capitals is going to be a really good one and a pretty crucial divisional matchup. And um, yeah, because they're. I mean, I like the Flyers this year. They're solid, but they're both competing for a spot, right? Well, the Flyers are in a playoff spot. They are, they're third right. in the Metro. Oh, yeah. are they? oh, okay, they are. Yeah, Torts has been, Torts has been turning around. Travis Konechny, solid player. Yeah. Um, who's their first line center? Is it Couturier? Yeah. Is it? Because yeah. I know he's back. Um, who else you got? Joel Farabee. Oh, Owen Tippett. I like Owen Tippett. He, yeah, he is a dog. Yeah. <laughs> that guy. That dude's got a shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, who do you got on the back? Cam York. I like him. Good American. Yeah. Travis uh, Sanheim's having a really Travis good season. Travis Sanheim. Yeah, yeah, solid. Um. Yeah. They have yeah. Jamie Drysdale now, too. Jamie Drysdale. Yeah, he just went on the IR, though. Yeah, he did go yeah, on, he IR. on IR. But is he on your fantasy team? No, no, no. no. I, I got connecting on my fantasy team. So. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, so we got some fantasy playoffs going on next week. So the start. Oh, that's unreal. We're, yeah. we're around that time? Yeah. Yeah. I, I haven't been able to get I haven't talked about this at all, really, here. But I, I haven't been able to get into fantasy hockey much at all. Like, I've it's been, not. Is that, like, something you do every year? I've been playing the fantasy hockey in this league the league that I've been in, I think it's like ten years. Or oh, something. yeah, what? like it's, but it's all the kids I grew up with. Yeah, and like this was one one of the first or second years we actually put like a decent amount of money. I think it was like a hundred dollar, okay, hundred hundred dollar fifty, hundred fifty dollar buy, one of those two, <laughs> something like that. But I know that I've been battling all season. I've been battling injuries. My team's solid though. We're good. We're good. Okay. So we we got a shot. But the problem is the other guys. When you don't have McKinnon or McDavid on your roster, it's tough in fantasy hockey. Like when you don't have the top score Kucherov. Yeah. And I think my top pick was Matthew Tuchuk or Jack Hughes, one of the two. So I got a solid team. We I, we, we we could win it. We is could it, win it still. Is it, it's always been like, do you set your lineups like once a week or do you do it every day? Usually I set it like on Sunday or Monday morning. I'll set my lineup. And then if I see injuries like come up on yeah, my yeah. updates or anything, I'll go in and switch it around that way. Okay. But usually you can set it for a whole week. So that's how I usually have always done it. But. I just I always just play with it because it's the kids. A lot of them are on my beer league team, but we up we've always just done it. We so absolutely. Heard. It. Yeah. I was always more of a fantasy basketball guy. Uh, really, yeah. I, I don't even play fantasy football really anymore. Or fa- like, 
I don't play fantasy baseball or any fantasy baseball. Fantasy baseball is, is insane. Is, is, is way is too intense. You are yeah. you are a special kind of psycho. Yeah, like if you, you you really gotta because the pitching and uh, yeah, that's absurd. That's, yeah, it's fantasy hockey's enough for me. Like, and then for the rest of the year, I I don't even really sports gamble. But no. I'll, like, if I'm at the casino, I'll I'll put in a parlay. But yeah, I don't. I just like watching. I, I agree, yeah. man. I'm uh, I'm not very well versed in the sports gambling thing. I, yeah. I have. Uh, like $80 sitting in my FanDuel <laughs> account right now from a bet I won a while ago, and I never really – I didn't yeah. cash it out, and I didn't put it on another bet. I, I, I would like to place it on another bet just because it's just sitting there, but I don't know uh, what even to play. Hockey, in my opinion, is the most difficult sport to bet on. Yeah, any any yeah, any yeah night. And then usually the lines are just set to where – I don't know. It's tough. Can't predict upsets. The other game tonight is the Devils taking on the Ducks, too. Okay. So two teams Devils, that Ducks. both beat the San Jose Sharks in their most recent game. So uh, Ducks beat the Sharks 5-4 last night, and San Jose beat them 7-1. I, mean, I, so. I expect to see the Devils come out on top. They, they need you to win, win for these sure. Games. You yeah, you got to win, win these games. For probably them. a must win. Yeah, I would definitely say. You, and you, you hate and to you, call things must wins because, like, what if you lose the must win? But uh, this is probably a must win. I would definitely because they're they're right on the fringe, and th- that's a good division there. And that you got the Rangers, Flyers, them. Uh, who else? Hurricanes. Hurricanes too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Up there, yeah. So we'll see. It should be an interesting uh, go the rest of the way. Saturday got a lot of games. Thirteen games. I'm not going to read through them all, but I'm I am going to touch on some of the more intriguing ones. Obviously, you have Pittsburgh taking on Calgary, two teams that would like to jump back in the mix. Uh Dallas is going to host San Jose. We will might see the debut of Chris Tanev by then in a Dallas Stars green jersey. So, okay. um that as well. I don't know if we'll see Ilya Lubushkin in a Leafs jersey by tomorrow night, although I am sure they would very much like to have him in the lineup tomorrow as they host the Rangers. Um, Avalanche Predators should be a pretty good one, too. That should um, be a good game. Yeah. That should be a good game. I mean, Nashville's looked really good lately. Like they're Yeah, shout out Philip Forsberg. Oh, so yeah. good. That Probably one of the most <laughs> underrated guys in the NHL. Yeah. Um, do you have a... Do you have an, uh, we're going to wrap soon, but um, do, you have, do you have any, like... A tier, maybe, or just like a guy or two that you're like, man, that guy's underrated. You know, Rupe Hints is one of those guys. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. That like I, is yeah. just so sick. And um, I think Matty Barzell. Really, I think he's underrated. I've I seen think, a lot of Matty Barzell slander recently. Not coming for me, just really? just so I, anybody knows. But I think, I mean, I think he's. He, I don't think he has a lot of help out there on the island. No. You know what I mean? No. It's like Anders Lee. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. But uh, he's a Cy Young guy. Yeah, a lot I of mean, goals, not a lot of assists. Yeah, it's just. I mean, I don't know. I think he's underrated. Who, who else would I put out there? Um, I'm trying to think. I didn't mean to put. I didn't mean to put you on the spot I, there. Yeah, no, no. Um, but we're also going to see the Jets take on the Hurricanes too uh, Saturday afternoon, and then later in the afternoon we'll Kyle be Panthers Connor. Red Wings. So, yeah, Kyle Connor is Kyle so Connor. good. That, that's a good answer. I would say yeah, just because I heard the Winnipeg, he's he's underrated. Speaking I think. of Team USA too. Oh yeah, and you can put him on Team USA. Yeah, yeah. That, that dude's got a shot. Oh yeah, that dude's got a shot. He's an easy easy forty goal scorer per season. Definitely. You know what Definitely. I mean? Like he could casually put up forty goals easy. Every yeah, year. I don't know what he's at this year, but. Um, he's del- he's on my fantasy team. He he had a few injuries. There you go. Yeah, yeah. So I, I've been following him for sure all year. He's another another great American. He's a college hockey guy. I think Michigan State. I think he's uh, right. Michigan or Mi- Michigan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. He's a Michigan Wolverine. Uh, I think he was one. He was a one and done. One and there done. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
uh, put up like 70 points in 30 <laughs> games and was like, I'm going to go he's like, play dude, for geez. hockey. Yeah, he's like, college is sick, man. Yeah. And then Sunday is a bit quieter than Saturday. Only six games. Like I said, not going to read them all. But uh, we will get Connor McDavid versus Sydney Crosby on Sunday, which is always uh, a fun game to watch. Yeah. I don't know if you remember in Edmonton, too, the, the oh, Sydney Crosby okay. overtime winner. I don't know if you've seen that one where he wins the game in Edmonton on the backhand. I'll, I'll pull it up here in a okay. second. But um, just loves, like, you know, yeah. talk about a guy that's going to get up for that game and try and get his team where, up for that is game. Is Crosby from Edmonton? Or is he from? Cole Harbor, Nova Scotia, baby. Oh, other okay, side. Yeah, yeah. Other, other side of the country. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> but, you know, the the consensus, like, you know, I, I, I have seen some stuff on, like, TSN and stuff recently that have TSN, been, um, yeah. like, who should be the captain of Team Canada at these next upcoming like cycle of international I think games. you give it to Crosby of for sure. You, you give it of to Crosby, you, you give McDavid the A, and then... McKinnon, probably. Yeah. I think it's, yeah, simple. Yeah, definitely. Easy. Yeah. We're, we should be the coaches. No, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm down. I'm down. Uh, do you have any thoughts as far as a coach, maybe for Team USA, or no? Um, My honest opinion, it should not be Mike Sullivan. Yeah, there's yeah. been some finger pointing that direction, and I give me torts over Mike Sullivan. I know the World yeah. Cup. Of hockey, I know the World Cup of Hockey. Do you remember that? In like 2016, it was a disaster for Team USA, and ju- they went 0 and 3, or whatever. And it was, they they like ran back the oh, Sochi yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to say, and it just was not pretty. Um, I don't know. Maybe bring in Ryan Callahan. Just let him let him be like <laughs> let it let him just be like the coach. Because like honestly, I feel like for those like you're just you're like yeah you're coaching, but you're letting a lot of the players play. Yeah, especially too. It's I think the coaching in, in the Olympics is a little. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. But you could. I think you you can just you 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 want to put a guy back there that the players are all comfortable that like. I think it has to do more like trying to have success in international hockey is more about the team building than what actually is done on the ice because the guys are going to slot up however they slot up. But it's all about how what kind of character you have to be able to accept a fourth line role. Yeah, yeah, you know? for like, sure. Like From if, a star player. If Brady Kachuk is playing on the fourth line of Team USA, which I don't even think he would be, but like, you know, let's say your fourth line is like Dylan Larkin, Brady Kachuk, oh, and God. like, you know, like, the, and Dylan Larkin is not a fourth line player on any team that he plays on. Yeah. But, you know, on a team like that, like I could definitely see him and Brady being like, Yeah, okay, we're gonna we're gonna accept our roles, right? You know, there there are more talented offensive players that should be playing those top six minutes and yeah. power play time and all that stuff, right? But Bring uh, back former players. Put Ryan Kessler, Ryan Malone, and uh, Brian Callahan <laughs> on the bench and there, boom, you got your coaches. A trio of Ryan's. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, the other game that caught my eye for Sunday is the Devils taking on the Kings. Like I said, they're going to take on the Ducks tonight, but um, they will take on the Kings on Sunday to wrap up their little California swing. Mm. And uh, that'll do it for a nice, fun weekend of hockey. There's also two PWHL games, too. Uh, two two games on Saturday, one on Sunday. Um, we will get a battle of Ontario tomorrow. Toronto's currently the hottest team in the league. Nat Spooner looks awesome. Uh, Montreal also play host to Boston. Always fun, no matter when those two cities get together. Yeah, Regardless sure. of if it's Habs, Bruins, or PWHL action, um, Sunday we'll see Minnesota travel to New York to take them on. Sophie Jacques seems to be Sophie Jakes, I guess they say, but it's spelled Jacques. So, um, yeah, Sophie Jakes has been settling in quite nicely with Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think so. No? No, but no. you would think. You would think, <laughs> wouldn't you? 
Um, uh, yeah, so I don't know what the deal is with that, but she's a good player though. She's, yeah, oh, she's yeah. a real good player. There, so. I mean, that's a solid league. They there's there's a lot of girls, competitive girls hockey out there. Like I've seen the some fastest girls. growing sport in the world right now. Dude, like legitimately some, the fastest growing sport really? in the world. I, I would yeah. I would think from I mean, what I've seen. It's crazy. There's some girls out there that like I've seen play. I'm like, damn, like I don't want to get on the ice. Like, <laughs> I, I'm gonna get embarrassed. <laughs> The only thing I could do is just throw the bot in the like and, and get in the way. I try and try like say that it. all the time when I like am talking on here, you know, and like I, I like look, I try not to be too critical of teams or players. I try not to be like something yeah, yeah. effing sucks, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Like I just I really don't. And like there's but you know, it's all relative too. You know, regardless of the league you're talking about, like yeah. even if you're talking about like a junior team maybe not playing as well, or like a player, like a prospect, like they're still a way better hockey player than I yeah, will yeah, ever yeah. It's be. Like, it's, it's like the highest level of hockey I ever played was high school. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then I, well, no, highest level of hockey I ever played was beer league. Heck and yeah. I still play. There you go. There you go. <laughs> but hey, you know, like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll make my opinions, but I'm just a fan. Hey, like, if, yeah. I, if you pay to come and see the ticket, you, as long as you're respectful, like, you can, you can say what you want, but like, I know damn well all of them are better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> At the end of the day, like, I'm not that good. It's all relative. So, all, um, yeah. Thanks for coming on, man. I really, course, I really appreciate, appreciate it. it. Uh, that will wrap it up for us here at Good Morning Hockey this week. To check out the deep fade with Zach Elliott and Brendan uh, coming later on today. They're gonna be coming out a little bit later because we're we're digging deep in today. Today, today was a good sesh, though. I, oh, yeah. I really, I really hope everybody enjoys this. I hope everybody enjoys a nice weekend of hockey. Happy March also to everybody too. Yeah. Um, I hope St. it's Patty's Day great right month. around the corner. Oh yeah, St. Patty's Day. Crazy. Right Let's get green. Yeah, it's, it's a great. <laughs> this is a great city for for St. Patrick's Day. So. A lot of fun stuff coming. Um, we're going to keep doing our thing here, and we'll be back on Monday to recap everything that happened and more. So, yeah, thanks again, Henry. Yeah, and, thanks uh, for having me, guys. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you on Monday.